0: is What Shall We Do About? with Sam Robinson. Hello and welcome to a special episode of What Shall We Do About? the show that's usually about solving the world's less pressing problems but I feel like we need to aim higher this week because as you well know, COVID-19 has been called a pandemic. It's spread around the world. It's shut down events, schools, even countries. As I record this, tonight here in Australia, we're shutting our borders. No foreigners are allowed to enter australia i'm sure like you you've never experienced anything like this in your lifetime it's a really weird time to be in australia and the current ruling is that if you've been overseas you've got to spend 14 days in self-isolation once we all interact with someone who has covid 19 test positive we have to end up in self-isolation too so What shall we do about self-isolation? Is it possible to turn around something this disruptive into a positive? Well, joining me to discuss is someone who is currently locked down in self-isolation. It's former Triple J Breakfast host turned author Alex Dyson. Alex is one of the most positive people I know, and hopefully it'll give you a little bit of a spirit lift as we head into an uncertain season. Alex Dyson. Hello. Hey Sam. Um, now the weird thing is is that we have already <laughs> recorded a podcast together in person, but yeah. that has not dropped yet because I'm saving it closer to your book release. So it's all very confusing. but this is this is almost an instant turnaround this podcast because you're in self-isolation.
1: Yeah, that's that's the new normal, isn't it? I am <laughs> in my home. I'm here for the next. I think I got 11 days of my 14 days to go at the time of record. Uh, given I missed the uh, the cutoff 24 hours um, coming back into the country from New Zealand, mm. and uh, so here me and my partner have uh, yeah set up shop. My dad did a big uh, big shop before we uh, we came in. He sent me photos of the sh- the supermarkets. They were fair. So we've got the dregs in our fridge. <laughs> okay, there's nothing in the freezers here. Like frozen stuff would be good because that keeps for a while. Will be there. He's like, there's only one Aldi quiche Lorraine. Oh, <laughs> like, well, I guess that's what I'm eating.
0: <laughs> I went to got, buy some um, froze just some frozen peas. It's all I could ask for the other day, and yep. uh, all that was left was Brussels sprouts in the freezer.
1: <laughs> of course it was. Of course. Although they're not bad. Roast them up with a bit of garlic and butter, my friend. You'll be fine.
0: Oh, you got to get the garlic and the butter. That's the problem.
1: Oh, yeah, true. I <laughs> forgot about that. The, the garlic and butter island could be a bit there.
0: Now, look, I mean, I, I was trying to think about how to best navigate because this, this podcast is about the world's less pressing problems. This is a big problem mm. in the world right now, self-isolation. Well, I'm glad you called me, Sam, for what should we do about coronavirus because I am <laughs> the expert. Um, at that. Um, I love that the ABC has, you know, Corona cast and, you know, everyone's downloading all these COVID-19. People, this is the best we can.
1: There are people with medical degrees out there, Sam. Lots of them. They have phones. You could have talked to them. I've got a creative arts degree. What am I going to do? like well, a collage about it? I don't know.
0: You are in Write self-isolation. If you, if you step out your front door right now, mm-hmm. how much can you be fined? Um, I don't know the Victorian
1: one. I think some states are up to like $30,000 yeah. to catch me away away from the, um, from the premises. Uh, it was a little bit tricky la- last night. It was bin night. And so, like, well, we've got to go out the front gate. So we quickly ran and put the bin and the recycling out. We had to get them in the morning. And so uh, that's been okay. Kyron Wheatley has been coming around, dropping off some goodies. My buddy who I do the Murph podcast with, um, which has been all right. Uh, Can, but, uh, yeah, I'd love that, to I'm, ask
0: you about that, though, because I'm, I'm an avid listener to Mirth and I've been listening each day because you're doing a daily update. And what's yeah. the arrangement for you to record that podcast legitimately? So I got
1: the roadcaster inside and Kyron his, has his own microphone and cord. And um, <laughs> let's just say oh, it was an Indiana Jones movie and there's a raging river inside and you've got to throw a rope over the river <laughs> to pull across. So Kyron is Indiana Jones and he throws the microphone cord in through my window <laughs> from a distance and I catch it, plug it in, we do the podcast, I hand sanitise, grab the wet wipe, take the cord out and he fishes it up like he's catching a salmon um, <laughs> and then he heads off. And so that's our setup at the moment.
0: I love that so much. Do check it out, <laughs> the Mirth Podcast daily updates on your self-isolation. But um, what... Is it like for you, have you hit cabin fever yet? Are you just wanting some sun? Like, how are you feeling? Um, It's been okay. Like, it's amazing how much
1: stuff you can do from home, particularly in this this free wetlands world we live in. But, yeah, just um, coming up with... I guess, contingencies as to everything that's happened. Mm. It's like, all right, what are we going to do now? So I'm talking to lots of different people about about those things. Me and Kyron were meant to open two comedy bar theatres for the comedy festival, both cancelled. So we're like, right, how do we recover from this? Um, so we've been, yeah, doing a lot of back and forth about that. Talking about future podcasts. I was meant to be at Sydney Writers Festival for this book, That's off. So talking about what we can do online for that. Um I'm meant to be doing a trip through Europe in August, September with bus about uh, to have a you know, go and see the musical sites and then end up at Lollapalooza in Berlin in September. Mm. I mean, that's not officially cancelled yet, but who knows what'll happen over the next little while. I guess that's the problem with corona currently is the the uncertainty because everyone can face challenges and, you know, lose money and need Stimulus and um, that kind of thing, but there's there's currently no path to <laughs> certainty again. Yeah, it's just it's everything's up in the air, which is making things super difficult to, um, yeah, negotiate. I but think
0: you, you you seem still remarkably positive considering all that has happened to you um, with your two bars closing down <laughs> and like, like I'm serious, like it, it. Yeah, how how are you genuinely feeling? um well yeah this i guess
1: i i've I'm a big advocate of controlling the controllable um which is yeah, I remember uh, yeah controlling the controllable in that you you can't if you can't change anything mm. then there's there's no point worrying about it because there's nothing you can do about that, and if you can do something about it it's like well, you can, you can do that thing <laughs> to, yes. get to make make it happen. So, yeah, making the best, of, like, comedy festival is cancelled. There's been a lot of people, you know, a lot of comedians. It's their biggest financial injection for the year. We were counting on that. So hopefully, um, yeah, bring forward and, you know, go bigger and better coming into the next comedy festival and everything with all of that out of our hands. It's like, okay, well, what what can we control there? There's going to be a big appetite when it is over for... People to come and see some comedy, and a lot of comedians were going to want to do some shows. And yeah, yeah, I guess you stay positive and look at the the ways in which you can, um, yeah, bring a bit a little bit of joy into the world. Mm. Um, yeah, when it's all when it's all said and done.
0: Today, today's the twentieth of March as we record this, uh, Friday, um, and each and every day this is evolving. And you know, the yeah. the, the current thing is tonight. <laughs> things are being locked down. You know, no no foreigners are allowed to enter Australia. Um, it's going to be hard mm. for people who are Australians to get into the country if planes aren't flying. Stock markets crash, blah, blah, blah. It's a time of uncertainty. Um, and I actually think that it may be a, a, only a few days until we are all told to lock down or self-isolate. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to go for people's mental health? Because I'm already feeling overwhelmed by the news and I'm walking free around the streets Alex. yeah um, um, what do you reckon well I think I think it'll be bad <laughs> certainly
1: yeah. because yeah the financial strains you know you see you see a lot of these these things and these um, statistics that come around around those times you know, like you know farmers during droughts suffer you know really high rates of, of mental health issues um, and those things and so people under pressure obviously it's going to be um, really bad so yeah I think while announcing these issues yes it, it is really important to stimulate the economy and let people you know have money during these times but yeah you you need to add I think the support in the mental health side of things i I think yeah I've been looking at a few teachers commenting on the schools being open and you know some people some experts are saying absolutely shut the schools but then other people have points saying like you know a lot of our doctors a lot of our medical professional gps a lot of essential services if those people's kids are at home that takes them out of the workforce and that will cause issues for those things so i mean i'll let the experts argue about what is the best way in that side of things but if you decide to keep the schools open Uh, These teachers that I was reading about who who were breaking down in tears, it's like, yeah, they've kept the schools open, but you're not giving them the support of, okay, we're giving you extra sanitary, you know, wipes, spray and wipes, we're giving you this, we're helping you, you know, with the supplies that you need, the hand sanitizers coming to all the schools, because they're just being told to stay open, but that extra support isn't there. And I think the same thing is true for mental health, where you can say, yeah, telling people you've got to, you know, look after it, but it's, there's not really policies in place yet yeah. to help the mental health side of things through the crisis as much as there is to help, you know, the, the businesses through through the crisis yeah. or the, uh, the airlines or the, you know, these sort of things are, you know, also important. But uh, people's mental health should be certainly taken seriously at a time like this. Um, but I think... Yeah, people are doing a good job, you know, particularly in the arts community who's been hit super hard. And I'm making a good point, a lot of artists putting on these concerts and benefit gigs when the bushfires were on and now now they're suffering yeah. immensely. And you see um, over the weekend the um, ISO Palooza or ISO Aid where they're doing live script, a live streaming music festival where they've got set times where... You get a live stream from, you know, artists' homes or wherever they're situated and do a little bit of a concert for people in a similar situation. So, yeah, people are finding ways to do it, but any sort of support would also, I think, be absolutely warranted and appreciated.
0: Yeah, because your partner is is an artist, uh, Elle, performs yeah. as Woods. Um, yeah, music. You know, and she's now in self-isolation with you as well. Um <laughs> Have you poor been... woman, poor... poor woman, Sam? <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> uh, uh, did you have to fight over that last Aldi Kirsch Lorraine? Or?
1: <laughs> no, no, luckily it was uh, large enough to share. Okay, that's so. Good. Uh, that's, that's not an issue. But, but um, yeah, she's had she was supporting Boy and Bear uh, for a couple of upcoming shows, and they've been postponed. They like. The um, uh, you know emails are coming through. It's like they're going to be postponed until November. Are you free then? It's like I wow. ah, I guess. Like <laughs> that uncertainty is like, I, I sure lock lock it in. Um, yeah, it's such a fluid situation that you could you could do that. But um, yeah, she's had a lot of friends and it, she's been reasonably upbeat as well because it is interesting how the music industry there's a lot around from just creating music, and so she's found whilst it's you know awful from a you know performing standpoint and um and that sort of things there are benefits where it's like okay i can sit here and work on my music i can collaborate with other artists but they, everyone is in it together and i think mm. humans do find a way to um yeah make the best out of a bad situation
0: yeah and that's what i mean this podcast is always trying to do that uh, solve yeah. or improve the world's less pressing problems and even though this is a big one here and uh, particularly self-isolation i think it's it's worth talking about it um Let's talk about the positives of self isolation. What are some of the things that you've been able to do? Obviously, you've been releasing a podcast episode each day. Um, you're working on a, a bunch of different things, um, and even your book, which is coming out, and it may still be in this. It w- probably will be May first in this season of yeah. uncertainty. What are some of the the good things that have come out of self isolation, or the positives as you move towards planning ahead?
1: Um, I yeah, I think. You do get to you do get, get to reassess, I think, about everything. And I, the non it's the same as supermarkets. The non essentials start sort of falling to the side. We're mm-hmm. talking about you know in the shops you're, you're grabbing food, um, but you know the makeup aisles are You're not quickly rushing for for that kind of thing. We were talking about the other day where it's like okay there are there are important things in our lives, and obviously you you, you think about your friends and your family at times like this. Um, yeah, so having time to take a breath is really good and have a look at, at your life, I think.
0: Yeah. And you know how I know that it's become a bit of a meme on Twitter that uh, people are saying Shakespeare wrote King Lear when he was in isolation. Um, <laughs> uh, and I know that that's, people are making jokes about the fact that he also wrote uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure while in self-isolation. <laughs> um, do you hope that maybe this season we'll see other creative works flourish?
1: I'm sure I'm sure you will. Yeah. I'm sh- there'll be plenty of things. Like me and uh El were doing a video clip for Woods during um <laughs> over the last couple of nights. And so I think people will find a way to um to do that and have time themselves a lot of reflection and yeah, I, the creative output will be good. Like it's it is difficult to write something when you're given a blank sheet of paper, but when you've given a few constrictions or a few bit of a guideline, you can create something. And I guess being stuck at your own home is, uh, is one constriction is like, all right, how creative can I get with, uh, with these sort of boundaries? And so, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some wonderful things that come out of it. Obviously the bad size of things will be there as well, but yeah, I, I'm sure that, yeah, artists will be able to find a way to, um, make this a positive experience or rather than a positive experience, get some positives out of the experience. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, um, this is a bit of a special edition miniature episode. So we'll start to <laughs> wrap it up, Alex. What shall we do about COVID-19 and self-isolation?
1: Um, well, I, I don't think, what should we do about it now? I think people are doing it now. What should we do about the next one? I think, Someone up, summed it up pretty well. I think it was a, a doctor in the US, a quote that I'm going to absolutely butcher, but it's like, we need to cop the political hit of making it look like we overreacted. Hmm. And I think that sort of sums up how we got to this certain place. You know, if there's, a, you know, rumblings of something happening, you know, of a virus that's doing that sort of thing, and the government's, did the band that they're about to do, which is not all non-Australian residents, you know, stay outside, you know, arms allowed in. If you do that before there's anything bad happening, we're all, and we're all not taking this as, as seriously as potentially it is right now. But I guess people who are in the field who are experts can go, look, we need to get ahead of this. But imagine if we'd done that. And then Australia is this little safe haven <laughs> while the whole world, you know, yeah. go to go in a pot. Um, it'll look like you overact at the time, but I think, you know, the future, history will look back and go, wow, they made a pretty bold but good decision. Mm. Or it'll be like, you know, the same as if you react harshly to the threat of climate change at the start. In the future, things will be as normal and everyone will go, why did you bother doing that? You know, (laughs) that was such a big thing. That's Such a um, downside, but it's like that's what we want. We want business as usual in the future. We don't want to have to deal with this isolation. You want swift, aggressive action and be willing to, you know, cop it politically because it seems like you're, (laughs) you know, too touchy and taking it too seriously and spending too much money uh, for a threat that doesn't seem too serious rather than the situation we find ourselves in now where you're scrambling. It's like, oh, well, let's just let COVID 19 in. And then when it's really bad, our decisions will be warranted mm. um, or at least the perception of them will be warranted where it's like, well, it's, it's sort of too late then. And, you know, just watching the like, the AFL game with no people in the stands last night. And
0: oh, oh, I really wanted to ask you about that and I, and I forgot to do so. Um, I watched that game too. Mm. What were your thoughts? Just What are your thoughts about the AFL well, going ahead? Well, it's,
1: <laughs> I guess, they don't want to stuff up the season, but the season's the season's stuffed up. Yeah. Like, is it, it's gonna be worse if you play this game and the round one goes ahead and then like, all oh, right, we'll cancel it now or like mm. you know, in three weeks it gets cancelled for a bit and then comes back on and some teams don't play because it gets you like you're right, every there's something happening and getting announced every day that yeah, it just seems I'm not sure if it's a television rights thing, I'm not sure if you know what the um what the impetus was to get 44 men running around grabbing each other. Yeah. The field, you well,
0: know? For me, I, I mean, I'm a giant supporter. I know you're a Collingwood guy, but I was just watching this and just thinking our prime minister has told us not to shake hands. Our prime minister has told yeah. us to keep a, a, a metre and a half from each other. And these are yeah. our heroes in sport high-fiving after every goal. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> coming in in a scrum like it's just it. It I, I think it's really silly, but that, and that's my thought. And and even like the, the the thought of we need something to cheer about as Australians. Well, it's it's hard to when there's no atmosphere in the in the MCG.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit eerie. Yeah, um, I'm watching that, but yeah, it's slightly slightly tone deaf. Uh, I, and the problem being is like yeah, if we could come up with something where you know everyone gets tested and we know that it's safe and you know away we go, but. Um, then you're using up valuable tests, which can be in hospitals and doctors around the place, um, of which there seems to be a, a limited supply of them because from what I'm reading, like people are getting turned away if they don't have the correct symptoms and, and yeah. whatever. So, yeah, then you're using them up. Because, but, yeah, if one AFL player, you know, is after playing a game is said to have caught it, yeah, um, then... Then what do you do? Yeah,
0: you, you're good. betting
1: on no one will get it through the whole season, right? Which I think is probably a little bit unrealistic, yeah. given the way the trajectory we're currently on.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I cut you off when we were talking about the um, what shall we do about. But I think we've, we've covered no. it pretty well.
1: Yeah, we have got all over it, man.
0: Yeah. Well, Alex, um, give your book a plug before we go. Oh yeah. If you're stuck indoors and you need something
1: for your eyes to look at, please. Pre-order Alex Dice's When It Drops, a book about music and life and love and the importance of not leaving your computer unattended.
0: It's good. Out it's through good. Hardy Great Eggbot. Uh, uh, yeah, it's coming out May 1st, go. and I'll put a link to pre-order in the show notes. <laughs> and the good news is that you'll tell us more about it in a few weeks when your podcast uh, yeah. episode drops. As we go to the past, which we've already recorded yeah. in person, it's a mess, just like <laughs> so the lucky. world.
1: Lucky people get double dice. if you're, uh, if you're listening to this, um, but yeah, listen to our voices. There's so much hope. There's so much joy in our voices. Free coronavirus, COVID nineteen.
0: <laughs> you Can tell um, the difference.
1: Yeah, so you've, you're going to hear me. I'm going to be yeah, so so sprightly.
0: Yeah, yeah, different for the world, different time. But we Only could actually now. T- talk in person. Um, no, I'm I'm <laughs> really thankful you. You're going to be our first return guest. So thank you for okay, being the great. first and. Uh, Hopefully it's not the last time we catch up, Alex. And uh, rest well, try and take your mind off things and just enjoy being, I don't know, having no plans for a bit, I guess.
1: Thanks. I'm going to head down the cafe, i.e. my instant coffee tub. <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll be good. hope you well, got enough. At least enough. I'm not playing $4, buddy 50 for a flat white. Am I right? There's a positive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm with you. Thanks, Alex. Cheers, mate. Bye. That's Alex Dyson, and I can say very happily that you can look forward to more of him in an upcoming episode about trains and his brand-new book, When It Drops, which is available May 1st. There is a link to pre-order in the show notes, but look forward to more Alex Dyson on this podcast in the coming weeks. But for the time being, we're going to resume normal programming on March 31st. These episodes will continue to drop on a Tuesday. Until then, stay safe, keep well, wash your hands and if you find yourself in isolation there's plenty of episodes of this podcast you can catch up on and even maybe use the time to leave a review if you feel so kind what shall we do about is hosted and produced by me sam robinson with production support from ali barnes and original theme music by chad gardner i'll see you soon